Have you ever thought you were really good at something and then you quickly found out that you had a whole lot of learning to do? Well, on this podcast, I'm going to tell you about a story whenever I thought I was the greatest bow hunter that ever lived. I'm Cecily Williams, and you're listening to Sorry, Did I Make You Uncomfortable? Hey, y'all. So if you've listened to me for any time or if you personally know me, you know that I have a heart to help people that find themselves in bondage to um, if it's a behavior that they see themselves repeating that they want to be set free from, or if that's just cycles in their life that they see themselves um, reliving over and over and that it may cause them uh, uncomfort or it causes them anxiety or a fear or something like that. I, I love to um, revisit areas to, to find out like, wh- what are they believing in that moment? Like, what is it that's causing that emotional reaction? Or what is it that's causing just that bondage that they find themselves in and can we speak the truth into that and then see that lie that they're gripping hold of break off of them and then step into freedom because you know the word tells us that um the truth will set you free for myself um and the reason why I want to talk about this is because I've recently found um you know we're coming up my 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 family and I are coming up on um, the fourth anniversary in a couple weeks of my husband's passing, which was a pretty traumatic experience. And then everything that followed that just added to the trauma. But um, like something has unlocked this um, just these last couple of weeks with me. And I'm like, okay, I don't like this part of me. And that's just like, I've had this extreme fear of like loss, like this experience, like just having like panic attacks again almost like I used to have like right after Nathan passed away and I'll just give you a a real quick example of that um my it was like 12 o'clock at night and my mom had called me and then she hung up and I thought oh you know she probably butt dialed me but then she called me back immediately and I could hear her on the other end of the phone but like she wasn't answering so I was screaming out to her hey hey mom hey mom like mom and like she wouldn't answer and so if you and I don't want to tell my mom's business, but like a, a couple of years ago, like she had like a brain aneurysm and like there's a there's a fear in the back of my head. Like, you know, she hasn't one like is something happening to her or like I'm just always afraid that like, you know, she's going to fall or she's going to like I, and I at this moment when she wouldn't answer me. I didn't even give it like probably two minutes and I had gotten dressed. I'm in the car and I'm like going like my, my mom lives in the town next to me. I'm going like 95 down the highway and I get like I get to her house in just a matter of like 15 minutes and I'm I'm pounding on the door and and then like use my key to open it. And like I'm afraid at that time that within that 15 minutes, I'd convinced myself that something horrible happened to her and that I was about to lose her too. And like I'm in this major just panic attack and then when she comes to the door she didn't know what was going on she actually had called me again and she had put her phone away and didn't know that it was still like connected to me but I broke and fell apart and I'm like I'm in a full-blown panic of just a fear of like losing her and then something else happened earlier this week where I did the same thing with my daughter. I was afraid something bad was going to happen to her. And it's just, so it's gotten to a place of where this is just something that, um, you know, like, oh, it's a part of grief or it's a part of something. And then to it's, it's become very like it's controlling. And um, so I've gotten to the point where I'm like, 
hey, what is what is the root of this? Is it just the anniversary of, of you know, Nathan's, you know, like a, a realization again coming around that, you know, like because of his anniversary of his death, that's like triggering all these? Or is there something else that like maybe the Lord is trying to show me? And so I'm talking to my, my daughter last night about all these things that are going on and why are they going on? And like she just says something that just totally shifts my perspective you know, one of these particular uh, instances that I had happened in like, I, I go to the gym and work out and it happened there and I like freaked out. And I was like, man, everybody's going to think that I'm, I'm crazy. Everybody's going to think why, why, you know, why is she having a panic attack? And more than likely, they had no idea what, what was going on with me. They had no idea that I was actually in the middle of a panic attack. But in my mind, I'm like, I need to, I need to explain to them why this is happening and why is that? And like, Ray's like, why do, why can't you just like, why can't you just be okay with the fact that like, hey, you're working, like you are who you are, like that happened, like there, why is it that I need to feel like I have to explain something or why do I have to dive in and have to have the answer to why I react a certain way? You know, not that she was being condescending or she was saying, don't do that, but she was, she was asking. So we had this really long discussion and just sat down together and we're just talking about like, just the, the way that like trauma can affect your brain and, and, and the whys behind it. And even why we feel like we have to have the answers to everything so that then we can say, oh, it's okay. Instead of just being at the place with our life saying, yeah, I do that, but it's it's okay and I don't have to explain it to anybody. But like, it doesn't matter what others' views of you are. Um, but I told her, I was like, I like to figure things out because I want to help somebody else. Like if they find themselves in the same situation as me, I want them to say, well, this, I want to be able to say, this is why I did that. And maybe prevent them from having to go through that horrible process that I go through. But the truth in this particular situation was that I wasn't trying to figure this out so that I could get freedom from it. I was trying to figure out um, what was causing this so I could remain in control. And to be completely honest, I think that the majority of my panic attacks and those those times where I just fall apart and feel like I'm going to lose absolutely everything is because I feel like I, I've lost control of my life or I can't control a situation. And that's the stem of it. Like that's what's caused that. It has nothing to do with, hey, what's this lie that I'm believing and I'm going to speak truth over it. But it just comes from as long as I have everything in order and in control. And y'all, like I've been a perfectionist my entire life, like just trying to figure out like if I can do everything lined up, if I can have everything planned, if I can have this and that, then like nothing bad can happen to me. And what I have failed to do is know that like, I'm not in control, nor was I ever in control. Yes, God has empowered me with authority to speak over anything negative in my life, to, to release blessings in my life, to speak his word over my life. Yes, our words have power and he's given that authority to us. But ultimately, I'm not in control of the situation. It is him. So that that ability to speak his word over a situation, that ability to speak his, you know, like come into agreement with his blessings, what that does is 
It's not to change the trajectory of your life to control it in the manner that you want it to, but it's to align yourself with the peace of knowing that like I'm in his perfect plan. He's in control of my life and he is the one that's going to guide me on the the path that I need to be in. And as long as I'm connected to him, no matter what struggle I, I come against or no matter what thing, like even if it's bad, horrible, like, you know, like death or trauma, that like he'll work it out. And I think we think that I have to figure this out. I have to figure the root of this out so that I can make it work together for good. So I can take this negative situation, I can turn it around, and I can help others. So we and ourselves are trying to play God instead of just relaxing and trusting and enjoying life. Sometimes we can get so wrapped up in thinking that it's in our power that we even come into this sense of pride of like, okay, I'll figure this all out and then I'll turn around and use it. So that's kind of what I'm trying to say. And in this, y'all, I was thinking back just just because we are talking ab- about like the anniversary of you know Nathan's death and that came up. I want to tell a story about um, the you know we bow hunted and the first time that I went bow hunting this is my first time in the stand like Nathan had been teaching me um, to shoot he, my bow was zeroed in I was like you know my groupings were great and um, he'd even put a tree stand in our front yard and we had like a um, a target down there so that I could learn to shoot properly at the right angle you know use the uh, range finder at the the right you know, pin that I needed to use to, to shoot from. And so when I was in the tree stand, like I was ready. And um, my first night in the tree stand, you know, I took a 10 point buck and I was like, Oh, my God, you know, like, it was amazing. I was like, I'm good at this. Like, this is my thing. And so the next, uh, the next day we're going out because you know, I had a buck tag, I had a, a doe tag. And so I'm like, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take a doe tonight. And so I'm so cocky, like I'm in my stand and like, uh, Nathan and, and the boys are on the other part of our land. And um, as this, this doe comes up, and I'm like, man, I mean, I just, you know, I get up and like, uh, let an arrow fly and dude she drops and I'm like mood I'm just amazing at this like this is my thing she drops like literally she's probably 15 yards away and doesn't even move and then all of a sudden she like gets up and she starts picking herself up and she's just dragging herself what I'd done is I'd spined her and I'm like watching her I'm like it's it was the worst feeling in the world and I was like oh my god I gotta put another arrow in or I gotta kill her I gotta kill her so like because I hated to watch her suffer I was like I you know I don't mind hunting and taking the food and like you know but I don't want to watch them die like I hate that I'm I'm still all girl and so I put an like I'm gonna put another arrow in her and then I gut shot her so it was even worse and at that point full-blown meltdown like I'm in a panic I start like calling um, my husband at that time and I was like you have to come over here and shoot her like you have to drive a like get your pistol like shoot her put her out of her misery I cannot watch her die like I'm like full-blown panic I'd crawled out of the tree stand by then I'm like I'm I'm sat down like right like where she is and like he he comes over he's only a couple of miles from me comes over in the truck and like he shoots her and then like she's you know like it's over and I was like I'm never hunting again like I can't do this like that was horrible like and so he was like you've got to get back in the stand like get right back up in the stand he was like if you don't get back up in this like you're never going to do it again like don't let this this ruin this for you and man 
And so after I'd calmed down, we, you know, I got back in the stand. I actually went to his stand with him and uh, we just had the best time. Like we were cracking up and laughing and uh, nobody killed anything else that, you know, like we didn't see anything else. But like we, I think that was one of the best um, times together, experiences together that we had had just laughing and joking around um, in the stand. So I'm glad I did because I realized that like, you know, I, I, I do love it. I, you know, I loved it. I love being out there with him. But I would like to relate this story to life. Y'all, I would like to take that and say, how many times in life do we start something or we step into something or we're we're taking that step forward into something? And as soon as something bad happens, we instantly go, I I can't do this. Like if you lose control in a situation or you feel out of control in a situation, like I thought I could control that. I thought I could, you know, I thought that I could put another arrow in her and she would drop and that everything would be fine. And then I would have this harvest and then I could take the pictures and I could show everybody what I'd done. And like, you know, how I was still this really amazing bow hunter and blah, blah, blah. But like, it didn't turn out. But what I failed to see is that like, that's a part of life. That's a part of life. And if I had let that one circumstance where, you know, like I may have made mistakes, but that's a part of it. That's a part of life. You're going to make mistakes. You're going to step out and do things not properly. But like, are you going to let all of that possibility of maybe it not being perfect or possibility of kind of not being in control of the situation? Are you going to let that stop you from enjoying the experience as a whole And the thing that really was awesome about that particular experience for me is that my husband, he was, he was right there for me. All I had to do is call him and he came over and he put me at peace and he guided me and told me to get back up in that stand. He told me like, you love this. Like he reminded me that like, you like this, you enjoyed this. Do not let this stop you from, from, you know, like remembering the joy I'd had the day before. And a lot of the times we forget that when those bad things happen, Our God is right around the corner, but we think like me, I'm going to put another arrow. I can handle this. And then when we can't handle it and we can't, we lose control that we're just like, like, that's it. I quit or I'm, I, I, you know, like I suck at life or I suck at this situation. I'm not supposed to be doing this, but like, maybe we just, we just walk with the Lord. We say, Hey, come take care of this situation for me. And then it sucked. Yes, but I'm going to get back up and because I know that life is worth living. I know that that this is worth experiencing. I know that I'm I, I'm going to laugh again. I know that like I enjoy this and, you know, just sitting in that stand, you know, that night and enjoying the good parts of it and realizing like, you know, we don't hunt because we, we don't do things in life even just about what we can obtain. But it's the experience of it that should be joyful. It's the experience of even the ups and downs, you know, like I'm. A, and I'm, I love roller coasters, like even like going to a theme park. I know that like I'm it's kind of like I'm taking a big, huge turn here. But like I love I love the anticipation of right before you get to the top. And I love the the gut feeling of like like feeling like, you know, your stomach is being ripped from you because of that that fear that you get when you're going down the roller coaster. But when it comes to life, those ups are fun. But like I freak out on the down parts. And why is that? I think it has to do because I forget that God is my rails. God has me protected because in life, I feel like he doesn't have me protected or that I don't have my trust in him. 
And I think we need to like, that's, that's the main thing. It's not that you have to have everything fixed or everything figured out. It's just like, man, just enjoy the experience in life. You know, my husband would always say, like, it's all about perspective, which when he would say it used to irritate me because back then I was like, you don't understand. You know, I wanted him to focus on the negative. But he was like, he knew that there there's another perspective. Like, you know, years down the way, we're going to laugh at the situation or years down the way, we're going to see what was actually happening. But we don't have to figure everything out now. You don't have to figure the why out so that you can move on and continue to enjoy. Now, look. I told you before, like, I love to find the root cause of bondage and break free from it. I love to speak the truth into a situation when you're you're believing a lie. But sometimes we have to lay down our control of the situation and trust. Sometimes we will only give ourselves permission to enjoy life when we're in control of it. And I mean, I'm not saying that that's everybody, but that's what I've found about me is like, if everything's in control, everything's going well, and I know what the next step is, um, and I have it all figured out, or we're stepping in there so many times in life, I feel like we get so focused on a goal that we actually forget what's most important. And I think the most important things are just enjoying life, being in God's presence and experiencing the life that's in front of you, all parts of it. And just, you know, it's the word says count it all, all joy. And we, we failed to do that. And we don't know how to do that because it comes back down to just control. Like we feel like if we're out of control, we can't experience joy. And I think even now with, you know, there's things that are going, the the world is changing around us. We find ourselves in, you know, we're in an inflation, you know, have you bought groceries lately? I mean, God, I went to the grocery store and barely got anything. And I was like, how do I spend, you know, that much money on barely anything? Like, I understand that there's a lot of things that that are out of our control right now and we can pray and we can give it to the Lord. But I think a lot of times we switch over to that, that something inside of us that says we are supposed to control the situation and we think that it's through even those things that God has established with us God has gifted us with we think it's our job to take those and change the situation when really we forget that it's our job to take all those and just speak what God's already done like speak his plan and come into rest and alignment with knowing that he's already worked it out and I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna miss the mark and if you do have one of those down times or if you do have one of those times where you uh, think you're about to make the right move and you screw it up completely like I did with that deer, it's okay because he's going to use it one day and it's not your job to try to figure it out so that you can use it in, in a matter of weeks or you can use it and make it right. It's like you're trying to take all of these bad things that are happening and try to fit them into some perfect plan that you have to try to figure everything out. Well, sometimes you, you can't enjoy life when you're constantly in that state of trying to figure it out because fear is going to creep in. And then, I mean, they say that, you know, if you have a lot of fear, you actually operate in a lot of faith. You've just placed it in the wrong kingdom. And so let's just make sure that we're placing our faith in the right kingdom and that we're grabbing hold of joy and we're enjoying life. We're knowing that he he has it in his hands and stop trying to control everything. You know, like control is is a real like I believe when we feel like we've lost control, that's where we start just like if you're like me, sometimes you're just like, man, 
I can't do it and you just give up and you just totally go the opposite direction. And I, I think that that's, that's just where what the Lord has been been teaching me. I don't even know if any of that made sense, but it was just really cool to sit down with my daughter last night and just kind of hash some things out and seeing like, you know, you don't have to have everything figured out or your, you know, the roots of the cycles that you're going through and just say, Hey, you know what? This is just some stuff that I'm, it's just another stage in the process. It's just another stage that you're walking through. And that like, you know, if you recognize it in somebody else, you're okay. But you like, you don't have to explain yourself to everybody right in the moment you just just live life know there's ups and downs and most importantly don't forget that like his presence is the most important thing that's with you and and enjoying the gift of life that he's placed in front of you like enjoying the fact that you this is this life is a gift there can be ups and downs there can be gut shot deers there can be uh a, a fearful little situation of traumatic event that happens, but like ultimately there can still be beautiful things that come out of it. And you, you know, like that particular part might not have been beautiful. It might not have felt good. It might have been very traumatizing. It might feel like your whole world came crashing down, but that doesn't mean that life is not still beautiful. That doesn't mean that it can't still be beautiful. And it doesn't mean that you're not still surrounded by beautiful things that you can experience and enjoy and partake in. And you can do that filled with his overflowing love and his joy. You know, it's, it's God's perfect love that cast out all fear. And uh, like when we start controlling a situation or we start even taking a situation. And I think a lot of times we'll like put a mask over control and we'll call it like, oh, I'm just doing inner healing. But ultimately you're trying to control a situation so it doesn't happen again because you're fearful of, of seeing that pain come back around or that pain going through it instead of just saying, hey, this is a part of life. Like life is, it. there's there's ups and downs, but like we've got to focus on knowing that, um, you know, like joy comes in the morning and like it can come in the morning, but like happiness is a choice. Like you have to get up every day and say, I'm going to choose to be happy, happy because yeah, that might've sucked, but I'm going to choose and I'm going to enjoy this life in front of us. Like that's our part to play is trusting the Lord, being in his presence, just knowing that he's right around, he's right there. He's not even right around the corner. He's right by you. And like, everything's okay. And you're going to make mistakes. Like you're going to make mistakes. You're going to fail. You're not perfect. But it's, I think I would rather be around somebody that's authentic and says that's not perfect. I think a lot of times even we're like, we'll give advice or for me, like I'll give advice to somebody and then I'll turn around and just have, you know, my own little mistakes. And I'm like, oh gosh, I just totally negated everything that I told them because I'm struggling myself. But man, I I mean, I would rather be around somebody that says, hey, they're real. They're real and they're going up and down and anything that they've probably told me comes from a place of probably walking it out. And I want to hang out with those authentic, real people. I want to I want to hang out with those people that don't have it all figured out, but that they somehow can look at, at each day and just be excited about it. Just be like, you know what? I'm excited because this is a fresh new day. And even if something bad happens within the day, the the good in the day probably outweighed that one little circumstance. And it's just that roller coaster of, of life because they're they're on those guardrails they know that God's got it and everything's going to be fine and I know that that was probably a lot and it it's me rambling a lot of the times y'all know that like I'll just ramble on these but um 
it, it's an outlet for me. It's a way to get it out there. And I, I just wanted to put that out there. Like if you, if you do deal with any of that stuff, uh, man, we're all in it together. Let's enjoy our day. Anyway, y'all have a great day and I love you. Bye.